Welcome to the Liberated Investor Advantage podcast with your host, Doug Alden. In this podcast, we help you deal with and understand the uncertainties of investing and financial planning. Join us for this journey as your host, Doug Alden, teaches you how to move forward no matter what life or the markets throw your way. Hello and welcome to the Liberated Investor Advantage with Doug Alden. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Good morning, Eric. Um, fair and improving or excellent and improving or having a really good day. Any way you want to stack it, it's uh, it's great. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm in, in great shape. Um, for those that have listened, I've complained a little bit about my back and that's going to be with me until I decide to, um, or, or will be with me for the rest of my life. And so you just have to live with it, but it's feeling much better today. Uh, got some sad news before we just started this recording. We're recording this in January and it won't be published until February. So mm-hmm. I just had a, it's, it's interesting about life, um, Eric, and you and I both know this, uh, it's fleeting. It's yeah. really fleeting. It is. We play, uh, my, my, my wife and I play competitive duplicate bridge every Friday afternoon at our bridge, our bridge club. Hmm. And uh, there's a, a guy there, older guy named Charlie, whom is really a, a pita, you know, a pain in the, you know what. Uh, <laughs> but but he's, he, he's always there and, you know, he's consistent. So we were playing last Friday, um, this being the beginning of January. And we got notice that he had, was involved in a serious automobile accident. Mm. And then just this morning, I got an email that said he had passed away. Oh. And I thought, you know, that, that's sad. But again, bringing it back to the purposes of these podcasts, it's what I do. It's what I try to teach people how to do. You've got to be ready for the unexpected. And so part of my planning process is to make sure that we you know, protect against as many contingencies as we possibly can with the resources that we have to work with. When I say protect, build, and enjoy your wealth and pass on a, a legacy, those are our are, are goals that we want to achieve. But you know, some people say, okay, well, fine, I just got to save a lot of money, or I got to go to this guy, or I got to go to that guy. And they, they really kind of miss the point. Mm-hmm. So what I thought I would start this podcast with was a story about uh, Angelina and Toby. All right. I don't, I don't use their last names. Those are their first names. If by chance they ever run across this podcast, they will put a smile on their face. But several years ago, I was attending a church in Asheville and this lovely, lovely Italian lady showed up named Angelina. She was big I had to look up. Ah. A lot of people had to look up. She was healthy, but she had the voice of an angel. I'm telling you, when she sang, it was the most beautiful thing you'd ever, you'd think you're in the opera. Mm. And so it was really pleasant. And so, I, you know, I talked to him, and, and she's got this husband that's about, you know, he, her his chin may come up to her stomach. I mean, she was that big, and he was that small. It was really, a, <laughs> a, 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 you know... Uh, the big and the little of it, but big was pretty. I mean, she was she was okay, and Toby was a nice guy as well. And so, you know, they asked me what I do, and I tell them what I do, and uh, we need to talk to you. Okay, fine. Well, come on in. So, and I kept asking him about it, and finally, after after several months, 
uh, they, they decided to make an appointment. And so we get in, and at that time I was I had an office just on the campus of a hospital. It was used to be an old dorm room for the nurses, but I had an office there and they came in and there was it's a no window office, which is kind of depressing, but it worked. And so we're sitting at the table and I'm getting ready to get started and all of a sudden Angelina starts crying. And you wanna know how to melt me? <laughs> I think I know. You wanna know uh, yeah, have a woman cry. Uh, and I, I sniffed under my arms. I wanted to make sure I had showered that morning. Yeah. I remembered showering. <laughs> and, and I said, what's wrong? And she said, well, I don't know why we're sitting here. And I was really feeling intimidated and discouraged and depressed. I mean, you know, I considered myself a pretty good uh, coach. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why do you feel that way? And she said, well, we just got noticed that they're turning our electricity off, and I'm wondering why I'm sitting in the office of a financial planner. So I, I looked at her and I said, Angelina, what better place to be when you got a spear sticking inside in your left gut than in the office of a spear removal specialist? There you go. And you were in the hospital, which is, you know, really good. Well, that that was – and, and <laughs> thanks, Eric. I, you know. And so – she calmed down, and I said, well, you know, let's just see what happens here. And so we started talking. They decided to move forward with our process, my mm-hmm. process. Six months, six months, we had all their bad debt taken care of. We had them saving money. We had them insured for their human life values. Mm-hmm. And she had a, they had a rental income property. Six months. So the the why of what I do is just for that, Hmm. where people get so confused and so discombobulated, for lack of a better word, and and don't know what to do and how to do it. Yeah. Well, you get disheartened, right? I mean, if you're the one that's in in the pit, it's hard to see your way out. It's just really, really hard to see above the edge of that pit that you've created, either on your own or outside influences, things that you, you couldn't control. But whether you could control them or not, you're still in a pit, and it's really, yeah, really hard right. to see out. Right. Uh, one of the things we, we always talk about at the bridge tables is when you're in a hole during your bidding or playing or whatever, the best thing to do is to stop digging. Uh, so <laughs> yes. I, I finally got them to stop digging and, and cleaned up their finances and helped them and educated them mm-hmm. so that they could have hope. Yeah. So that's why I do it. That's exactly why I do it. Martin Luther King, when he gave his speech in uh, August of 1963, I witnessed that speech on the television, by the way. Mm. Uh, he didn't say, I got a plan. Yeah. What did he say? I've got a dream. I've got a dream. And so my purpose for doing what I do is to give people the ability to think and think clearly and have hope by cleaning up their finances and understanding the rules of the game, the four financial rules of all institutions, how confusing it is and why they conf- why they are so confused. It's interesting to note uh, F.A. Hayek wrote uh, The Road to Serfdom. Uh, it's a great book. It's, you know, I got, I got it. It's about 800 pages of point uh, six 
six-point font, so hmm. it's kind of hard to, hard to read. But he said, when people are scared, they give up their freedom for security. Mm. Yep. So when I when I um, listen to the radio or watch the talking heads mm-hmm. about finances, the products that they're offering, yes, they may work, but and yes, you give up some of your freedom. My uh, my daughter uh, just received a settlement for her automobile accident, mm-hmm. and she wanted to pay off her home. And I, I said, no, Laura, you don't want to do that. Why not, Dad? Well, capital is hard to come by. And so she had a, a fair amount of capital. It's not going to last her unless she's very careful and prudent, which I hope I've drummed into her. Mm-hmm. We want to save that capital and build on that capital. Capital gives you the opportunity to do things. Yeah. Where if you hide it in an annuity or in a retirement plan, I'm not saying retirement plans are bad. I'm not saying 401ks, all that sort of thing. But I want to do everything in moderation. Yeah. And so with with that in mind, I just want to quote a couple things. Uh, there was a art. I get a newsletter every week or every month from a guy by the name of Nick Murray, and I'll give him all the credit in the world. Um, he's one of my my uh, coaches. But in his in his newsletter every month, he has a page on resources, and it was an article um, uh, written by Ben Carlson's November seventeenth posting. What would you have done in two thousand nine? Mm-hmm. You remember that? You oh, go back yeah. to those days when the the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Dow Jones Industrial Library was this and this and whatever. Let me just read this. This unanswerable question w- was asked by Ben, asked of Ben to the investor who had a very large chunk of cash ready to go into equities at at as the Great Panic was approaching its uh, nadar. That's the bottom. Somehow, this investor, through all the literature he had read, decided that 6,300 on the Dow would be his entry point. How he figured that out, I have no idea. Neither does the author. The March 9th, 2009 closing low for the Dow Jones industrial average was 6,547, and this guy is still out. Part of my uh, my mission in life is to make sure that because you have wealth in retirement, you stay the course, you set your goals, you make a plan, and then you fund it. We've gone over this before. I talked about the enhanced retirement the last time versus the uh, traditional retirement. Those are all very important things. So primarily... Uh, you know, I'm an income coach. I want to make sure, as to the best of my abilities, that clients have an opportunity to understand the need for income and where it's going to come from when we transition from people at work to money at work. Mm-hmm. Now, the how I do that, the why is Angelina and Toby type stuff. You're walking around in a wilderness. You really are. I heard an advertisement on the radio, I don't even know if it may have been going in here, or coming into my office today, where, you know, $500,000 may not be enough in retirement. What if you could have that 
go to a million dollars of income over the years, or a million five, or a million seven. And then at the end of the commercial, the results depend on the claims paying ability of the insurance company. Hmm. So what that means is you got to give up control of your wealth by putting it into an annuity of some sorts. Insurance, that's what they sell, you know. I've, you and I have gone through this thing. If I'm selling black shoes and you're wearing brown shoes, what have I got to make your brown shoes look like? You got to get rid of them. Exactly. That's bad for you. So you buy my black shoes. So if I'm selling annuities, I got to make these annuities look good and everything else look bad. But putting your money into annuity, I mean, there's just tons of charges on there. There's sur surrender charges. What you've got to understand is you've got to maintain control of your wealth. And what Toby and Angelina discovered was, okay, I, this makes sense. I had somebody, I was, I'm on a uh, committee at our church for the, there's a foundation, there's several uh, charities, uh, several uh, branches of the foundation where specific items, there was a considerable amount of money donated to each one. And so when I started, I just sat and listened, and I think I told you about sitting in the yep. advisor's office with the, the the white angel on the right shoulder and the red angel on the left shoulder. Mm -hmm. But um, as we got into it, we went to a meeting without him, and I began to explain what needs to be done. And one guy looked at me and he says, man, that makes so much sense. I'm glad you're around. But to me, after all these years, it's pretty common knowledge. So the how I do what I do is through a thorough investigation of what your current position is. It takes time. It takes commitment. You know, I've 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 read or heard. I've never done any study on this, but I've I've heard that people spend more time planning a vacation than they do their retirement. Mm -hmm. I would. Agree and then they that. wake up. Yeah, they wake up and oh oh my gosh, I'm mortal. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm only you know I'm 45. I've got debt. I've got serious debt. I'm 50. I'm 55. Um, the company's getting ready to push me out the door. And so yeah, we can help people like that. And my target market is somewhere between 40 and 65 or so of people who have real serious questions. So the how is a very thorough investigation. We go into the what, why, where, when, how of just about everything you do. You and I, several podcasts ago, went over my questionnaire with the with – the, um, with clients, and it was impressive. I think I emailed you a copy of that. You remember that one? Yep, yep. With all those with all those things on it? Once we go through all that, and we go through all your assets, and we make sure that I understand your finances like you do, then I explain your finances and how they're going to work, and then see if you like that results. And we can we have this applicate this software that I've talked about a couple of times where you just do that. So that's the how. And the what, now we get to the what. Uh, I'm gonna shift gears a little bit, but do you remember the movie Tin Cup? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Kevin Cosner, wasn't that long ago, nineteen ninety six. Uh Kevin Cosner, Rene Russo, Don Jans John Johnson, you know. Mm-hmm. Roy McElroy. Roy McElroy <laughs> is leading the U.S. Open. <laughs> yep. There was a scene in there where he was—he'd lost his clubs, you know—and and he had to—he had to get going if he was going to do what he wanted to do, which was to qualify for the U.S. Open. 
And so he goes out to play a round of golf with one of the patsies at the club, and Roy's playing golf with garden tools. Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah. Gee, many Christmas. That... Okay. Now, yeah, I said it was a, a while a, ago. It was a little over two decades ago, just to, just to make sure you know that, right? <laughs> well, you know, when you, get a, when, <laughs> when you get a little older, time travels fast. It's fleeting, you know. It's just different, right? <laughs> it's just different. So anyway, he goes out and he beats this guy with garden tools. Mm-hmm. What that means to me, it's not the club. It's the swing. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the club. It's a swing. So, what we do is teach people about the swing. How does this all work together? A couple of things that people have to keep in mind. You know, the purpose of wealth in retirement is to provide a stream of increasing income. Because what happens as time goes on? Inflation has its. Um, devastating effect on people it's almost like uh erosion is what it comes erosion to yeah yeah it, it, slowly you know like a uh, some of these movies where you know you see a little crack in the dam and then it mm-hmm. kind of goes a little farther it goes a little farther and some water starts shooting out and then all of a sudden you got know. so it's it's got to be increasing because life provides increasing costs as we move forward Mm-hmm. I've got an interesting thing I sent out for people on the birth on their birthdays is what the cost of a loaf of bread was w- when they were born and what it is now. And then I've got an you know what what was the cost of gas and what was the Dow Jones industrial average and all that sort of thing. So it must last until you know, you're gone. Yeah. And if you want to if you want to leave something uh, you want to provide a legacy or to your charities or whatever that may be, that's, that's got to do that. Okay, so, and it must provide under a variety of contingencies. That's what I'm talking about. All of a sudden, my friend Charlie, the bridge player, is driving along the road on a, on a Friday night and Saturday morning he's dead. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, whatever he's got left behind must provide for those that he either has a family of or whatever. I'm not pretty sure about his family uh, uh, circumstances are, but he, you know, his his time's over. Yeah. It has to carry on after that. So um, that's kind of what I do. That's why I do it, how I do it, and what it means to you. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, all these decisions, all this pr- process leads to investments yeah because in, investments are what drives the wagon or drives the the horses that pull the wagon decisions are made with emotion once that happens we look for facts to support our position and if we take the time to look at the facts they're on this guy's side because the facts are pretty impressive got another quote to read you which is really kind of sad you know, 1929 is over. This is this one's going to be in February. So 1929 is over. I just want to point out that 2019, everybody kind of thought 2019 was a pretty good year, and it was. I mean, the S&P 500 was up over 31%. Dow Jones Industrial Average up over 25 The NASDAQ up over 27 Foreign stocks up over 23 Merging markets, those people that are trying to get their head above the water, or head out of the ditch, up 19%. Mm-hmm. 
So that, that was a pretty good year for investments. But 19, 2019 almost certainly saw the greatest equity fund or ETFs, exchange-traded funds, net liquidations on record going back to 1992. Can you believe that? Wow. So what does that mean? It means put, people took a lot of money out of stocks. Mm-hmm. Equity mutual funds and ETFs, exchange-traded funds. Liquidation. They took it out because they got panicked. There was a small downturn, about 6 or 7%, and people went nuts. They thought, okay. Okay, this was 2008 all over again, and let's take our money out. Mm-hmm. That was provided by uh, Lipper, by the way. And um, do you think they ever got back in? I don't know. No. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I doubt it because, I, I, again, the emotion it, drives yeah. it, right? It's exactly right. That's exactly right. So when we, when it comes to investing, I'm going to save this for the next time because um, – well, I have scheduled a portfolio manager that I use to be on the next podcast. So oh, nice. That's a, sh- that's a shameless plug for listening to podcast number 10, or whatever number that is. <laughs> yeah. The one that's coming, the second one in February. Yep. Uh, so he, he and I have been friends for a long time. We will explain the philosophy, kind of how it happened, what it got going, uh, how, how it was driven. Uh, it's an interesting story. I don't want to spoil it right now, but it's it's really kind of kind of cool. So let's review. We've we've gone through a bunch of stuff. Uh, why I do something. I wake up thinking about it all the time. I think about clients. Uh, you know, I had a client run out of money. Mm-hmm. At least that I know of. He could have had other money someplace else, but my investment account. He and I had been clients for a long time, and he ran out of money. Um, another one's about to run out of money, but I'm not worried about him. He's sitting on about oh, five, six, maybe even a $10 million piece of property. So he, he's okay. And he knows it, and I know it. So, But yeah. the point is, these decisions are so important, and you get totally confused by the noise. I call it investment pornography uh, of the day. Uh, it's just it's just really sad. And yeah. if a, a Hayek, you know, he, he, if you get scared, if you're, if you're worried— if you're fearing something, you give up some of your freedom for security. That's how dictators come into power, and that's how people buy certain financial products. Yeah. Just remember, it's not the product; it's the swing. Yeah, and and if, if we're being honest, going back to that, you know, the emotional decision of getting out of the market, and you ask the question, you know, how many of those do you think got back in? Uh, two things drive that: the emotion, and then if we're being honest with ourselves, and I'll be very clear and honest about myself. My own pride would stop me from getting right back in. I, I I don't know that I could quickly say, oh, geez, you know what? I was probably wrong. Let me get right back in. I just, I think, no, I made the decision for a reason. I'm going to stick with it because I, I really think this is the right one. Even as I start to have doubt if it was the right one, I made the decision and I don't want to be wrong, right? So, mm-hmm. boy, there's so many things that come into play. And I think that's why having a professional that you can talk to so you don't make those snap decisions uh, is so important, and I'm going to do a shameless plug for you. As somebody's listening to this saying, okay, I'm really looking forward to the next podcast. He's going to have a great guest on. Uh, but before that, I want to talk to him because I want to know more about how you do what you do, especially with your first example. How in the world did you help that couple out in six months? I mean, that's amazing. Um, if somebody wants that conversation, how do they get a hold of you, Doug? 
It's oh sure they can call me at eight two eight six six eight zero six six five. The better connection would be to go to my webpage. You can actually schedule a call from my webpage, nice. the liberatedinvestor dot com, uh, and um, you know I'm available. Email Doug at the liberatedinvestor dot com. So it's just uh, it's easy to, but um, you know we'll be here next time to talk about that. Uh, All right. There was one closing comment I wanted to make, and I forgot it since you started talking. So I, I guess, <laughs> I guess we're ending here then. <laughs> I, I guess we're here. It's just, um, it's just, it's just funny. I mean, it's just, it. I, I, I have so many examples that I've lived through. Uh, but Toby and and uh, Angelina are probably my favorite story. Yeah, that's. Fantastic. I've had I had stories when I lived in Florida, and I have many many stories up here. Uh, the names have been changed or no last names to protect the innocent, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's always been fun. It's always been enjoyable. And what really, really is, is a uh, heartwarming to me, uh, Eric is when they get it. Yes. I, I, I know what it was it last. I met with, since our last time together, I met with a couple of clients that I've been working with for over 10 years and I kind of projected out another 10 years cause he's getting close. He's like 45 now. And you know, and he wanted to retire yesterday, but he realizes he can't do it. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I, I projected out what we've been working on over the last ten years. I showed him that he's going to have X in his retirement account, and then he's going to have this wonderful pot of money sitting off to the side in an extremely safe environment that keeps paying dividends to be able to draw on should the markets do what they always do. Mm-hmm. About every f- one in every four or five years, they drop sometimes more than 20%. That's called a bear market. And people have to be ready for that. So yep. part of that part of that reason I, I, I wanted to make that final comment is when we bring this portfolio manager on next time, we're going to explain some of ways to protect that Fantastic. as well as – accelerating your growth. So with that, I will let you wrap this up, Eric. All right. Sounds good. I'm, I'm excited because I'm going to be taking kind of a back seat on that next podcast and just learning. Um, I'll be more of the audience than the normal and, and I'm excited about that. So thank you, Doug. And I will talk you to you next time. All right. You bet. And thank you, you all for listening to the Liberated Investor Advantage podcast with Doug Alden. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Doug comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at the Liberated Investor Advantage, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Liberated Investor Advantage podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.